Welcome, dear listeners, to a curious exploration of the human condition. In the vast tapestry of Earth's creatures, two of the most intriguing specimens have emerged from the dense jungles of modern urbanity. I am Sir David Attenborough, and today we embark on a most unique auditory adventure, diving deep into the minds of two dumb hunks. These brave souls venture forth, not into the untouched wilderness, but into the chaotic world of human hilarity and folly, prepare to be entertained, bewildered and perhaps enlightened as we delve into their peculiar world. Let the journey begin. Wow, David Attenborough. I never even knew he was going to show up, but he sent me that uh, that voicemail the other day. On- Friend- Friend of the show, all the way from across the pond. Jeez, could you believe that? Hey guys, welcome back to Two Dumb Hunks. You know what to do. Send us an email. I give us a scoop at gmail.com. Hit us up on the app formerly known as Twitter. No X. And enjoy Sean, listening to Sean eat an Uncrustable sandwich. Uh, yeah, it's got to become a podcast routine now. All I'm going to say is AI. I... I asked ChatGPT for an introduction written, uh, a monologue written as if David Attenborough was saying it, and then plug that into an AI voice generator, and out come David out Attenborough, like we were in some kind of a, a documentary. Oh, so you literally fed that text in line for line? I copied and pasted directly from ChatGPT, yes. Wow. Wow. ChatGPT really... Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Oh. And that was that was my first shot. That was it. I mean, once I once I f- found the right voice, um, AI voice uh, reproducer, mm-hmm. I, I it was one shot. I asked Chat GPT exactly what I just said. It shot that out. I copied it and pasted it into the text of voice for David Attenborough, <laughs> and it shot that out in like two minutes. And I was like, oh, "Fucking that is amazing." That. That is crazy to me because legitimately that sounds like that sounds like a radio spot. Yeah. Like it sounds like he literally said that. Yeah. It's it's, it's incredible. It's, it's so scary to me the the potential that this stuff has. You know, because um, you could have had him say anything. There's a whole host I sent you a couple like from Biden and stuff earlier. It it sounds just yeah. like him. I'm like, uh, this is this is crazy. Yeah, we are in an, a very, um, A, I think that should become like the intro for the show. Yeah, that's Because I think that was really great. Um, B, that got me stoked. Yeah. It's, it made us sound super professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until, until it ended and then, uh, and then we started yeah, talking. Then, then right back into it. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Um, every, every week. Uh, you know, another development with this stuff. Um, it's interesting, though, that you come up to this, because as I was sitting here in the pod room waiting for you, um, I was reading an article that was talking about uh, have we hit the point of diminishing returns with technology? Um, and it's like talking in regards to productivity or yeah. And development. Okay. Right. So like the thing, and so I started looking into this a little bit, but I, it's one of the things that I want to bring up to you because I guess, um, then they just announced the newest iPhone Uh huh. and people are like super heated 
because it's not that much of an advancement. Mm-hmm. You know, let alone not let alone those devices aren't really that much of an advancement. But they're you know they're switching. I guess the only real big thing about it is they're switching the plug to that right. USB C. Um, because there's a a mandate, European mandate that 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 be done so that there's uh, continuity in the type of plugs. Right. Um, however, the point that I'm trying to bring up is it, it brought this point. Well, the iPhone really hasn't changed much period. Like in terms of technology and like capability, right? Like you've seen, think about it. We're on the iPhone 15. Right. And, and the capability hasn't really changed that much. So yeah. I guess the point, what the, the point I'm trying to, bring up and i guess the question i'm trying to ask you is like is it just this technology has already existed and now we're just at the perfect time for it all to be combined or are we literally seeing it all being developed because if you think about think back to our high school i think one of our wasn't it i i was thinking about this the other day because i was thinking about school but like wasn't there a project for like advanced computers where all you had was, I think it was a project you did where you just had someone's <laughs> mouth move. Uh, Wasn't it like Saddam Hussein? Yeah. So I last minute <laughs> threw something together in Photoshop and it was a tutorial on how to turn Saddam Hussein into an Italian woman. Yeah. But so that technology, and that was back years, 20 years ago, almost now. Right. Yeah. Like, so has it really changed that much in 20 uh, years? Well, I think it really depends on, on how you look at it. Yeah, it's changed a lot. There's a, a lot has changed, for sure. But, um, I mean, I don't... Well, I mean, just look at Photoshop. The difference in Photoshop between now and then is huge. It, I, I don't know. I mean, it, is it or is it just the, like... I don't know. I don't know, man. I've just been, I've just been thinking about it. Like, like have things really changed that much or has it just been like, okay, well over time we've learned more. Like, I mean, for example, I mean, you you just gave us that example, but we didn't even have, we had brick cell phones at that point. I was still hitting C three times to get to a D. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds horrible, but uh, yeah, you know what I mean? And now we're over here where I can literally use Photoshop on my phone. So, yeah. Okay. But so then I guess the, the, the point that I bring up with this diminishing returns then is where do we go from here then? I don't know. I guess we just wait for the next big development in technology, which I think, I think is AI. You know, I think, (sighs) I think AI could actually do a lot of things for us, especially like an augmented reality. Uh, I mean, uh, it's just, it's weird. It's like the, I don't know. I think maybe we're seeing this period. I don't want to say that we're going down the path of Wally, but I really do feel like we're going down the path of Wally, you know, where like everybody can kind of use stuff to craft the reality that they want to see, you know, and hide themselves from whatever they don't want. Uh, you know? Yeah, it's called the internet, and we, I understand. We've already I understand that, but even more so now because now you can actually <laughs> generate content that can make other people believe what you believe, right? Because yeah, for but... all anybody knows that just hears that little snippet of the intro, it sounds like David Attenborough loves our podcast. 
Well, he does. I mean, that, that was yeah. from him. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not sure where we're headed or what's going to change. But as far as an iPhone goes, I mean, unless there's a huge breakthrough in utility in itself, like maybe we can plug the iPhone into it. No, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Because like an iPad and an iPhone are identical in my eyes, right? Like I have a, an iPad and uh-huh. I'm like, I, I use it like once a year. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I do not see a use for it unless I actually want to like watch YouTube on a larger screen or something. I'm just like, ah, that was an expensive monitor. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the cameras are getting a boost to 48 megapixels, but honestly, I don't know how many megapixels the cameras in like I have a i13 Pro Max. I don't know how many megapixels this thing's supposed to have, but I can tell you that software that the, the AI, if you will, in the software that's supposed to enhance the image when you take it, fucks up images more often than it fixes it. Oh. Like, images sometimes look nice, but then it sometimes tries to do things and things get all like Play-Doh-like. And I'm like, that looks fucking horrible. Because, you know, and this is the thing that, A, people, what people don't understand. I mean, I guess whatever. I, I want to say, like, it's not possible, but then I, I really have. I've started screwing around with the uh, Adobe um, you know, the Adobe AI stuff that you can use to like mm-hmm. generate backgrounds and stuff. But what I was going to say is with images and stuff like that, and I'm sure, you know, as a photographer, like there are just certain points where you can't get data back right from an image, right? If yeah. you overexpose or you underexpose, like, yeah, you clipping, it's called areas. clipping, but yeah. Yeah, you know, where there are going to be areas. I just don't know if we're even, we're at a period. I mean, I, I guess we all kind of are with the Adobe stuff because you could draw like a circle and say like, fix this area. Right. Um, but, you know, it's just, I guess I don't know. People kind of want this idea where you could just hold your phone, take a photo of something and it get the absolute best possible photo at that point. Right. You know, and it's like there's a whole bunch of variables that you still have to take into account. Yeah, um, but it, even then, you got to remember that shit that you see online that looks amazing is fake. Those colors weren't really there. What, yeah. the, what the artist, the photographer has done is they've taken an image, they've taken some colors and transformed them to um, be in contrast with other colors in the image. So that a lot of times they'll minimize certain colors and then... Uh, what's called an what analogous anal? Oh my god! Anal, anal, yeah, analogous, analogous, yeah. Meaning they're similar, so they match real well together side by side. They'll kind of oh. expose and like bring those to the forefront, and suddenly the image has takes on a specific look. Yeah, that's exactly that's analogous to me. Yeah, analogous. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, I don't know where we were, but anyway, I think the IMAX, uh, pro max 13 is like, tw- I want to say it's like a 12 megapixel camera. It might be 24, but either way, it still takes JPEG images, which basically means it's, it's already processed and it, it doesn't make a difference. So in other words, again, it's just it, another year, another skin of the same type of like device yeah. with little to no improvement perhaps yeah but more more expense though um yeah. okay you ready? ready one week one week after we talked about not even a week 
I think it, you know what, honestly, this happened before our last podcast even hit the record books uh, <laughs> for most watched ever. Um, the hit CEO the of all time, Harvey Mason Jr., the CEO of, uh, of, I don't know, whatever company runs the Grammys. Has already had already backtracked before we released our last episode and said, "Well, actually, we're not gonna allow um, Heart on My Sleeve by Ghostwriter into the Grammys because uh, the voices were obtained illegally, supposedly." Gotcha. So, in other so, words, he had enough backlash, and now he has put himself in the corner. However, I do have to give him props because he made the Grammys relevant again. Uh, that's true. Which should be like a hashtag, like like hashtag make the Grammys a thing again, because I swear to you, I didn't even remember that those were still a thing. Just like I didn't even remember the video music awards were a thing until I read an article that said they happened this week. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's a little slice of genius that, that I didn't think of. Yeah. So uh, in his statement, he says, I take this stuff very seriously. It's all complicated and it's moving really, really quickly. I'm sure things are going to continue to have uh, to evolve and change, but please, please do not be confused. The Academy is here to support and advocate and protect and represent human artists and human creators, period. So, that, okay. So, again, I know, and I know we've had this discussion before. I love it when you say so again. So, again, go ahead. I know we have had this discussion before when we have talked about someone along the lines of a little band called Greta Van Fleet. Which is excellent, by the way. That's not even copyright infringement. They're making their own music. They sound very similar, but who gives a fuck? Okay, yeah, that, that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, uh, so they do not want to allow this this song to be in because the voices were obtained illegally. I guess I can, I can understand that, right? To whatever for, okay. However, like what, what is the borderline where they can say, hey, somebody who sounds a lot like me, but maybe a little bit better than me and is in my same genre of music shouldn't get an award? Because I feel like that's going to have to be defined. You know what's interesting? They define this AI thing. Is if you go onto, I think it's Apple Music or Spotify, and type in Ghostwriter, mm-hmm. "Heart on My Sleeve." The song is there, but it's an it's a it's a different version without the same voices. Same song, different voices. Okay, so I'm you know I'm like, well, that's much better, I think. So so it maybe maybe that in and of itself was a big ploy to get people to listen to the actual version of the song. Boom. They put an AI thing up, generate a bunch of hits to it. Now, when you look up the song, it's the original version. Boom. A bunch of plays on Spotify. People thinking it's the AI version. These people are geniuses. That's what I'm saying. Uh, So here's what I'm hearing. Yeah. That we're going to do a duet with someone famous to be announced next week. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm loving the voice thing. We just need to come up with a song that we can do. I like it. And then we'll have uh, Drake. Is Kanye West a bad uh, a bad front runner? Yeah, he's been in the news all the time right now. Yeah, Yeah. I think he's going off the deep end again, getting naked in France or something. And that way we can make ourselves relevant, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you heard it Uh, here first. We hatched (laughs) the plan in front of you guys. 
Um, you ready to talk some food? I got a bunch of food articles. You ready? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. First, a recording from earlier today. Guys, it's Dave. I'm on the side of the road. I just went by Wendy's to pick up their new pumpkin spice frosty. Interestingly enough, <coughs> they didn't give me a straw. They just gave me a spoon. Is that? I guess it's a testament to its thickness. Uh, I got a small because I don't need to consume that much. But it is, uh, yeah, I guess it'd be kind of hard to eat with a straw. I'm looking at it. It looks good. Super excited. The lady at the drive-thru, when I pulled up, she said, specifically, have uh, have you tried this yet? I said, nope. She goes, it's so good. So, oh, it smells nice. It smells like it's got that vanilla, a little allspice in there. Let's give it a little whirl. Here we go. I'm going to rate it up. <clears throat> a six out of ten. I'm not excited about it. Kind of loses. Uh, it doesn't have a creamy enough flavor, I don't think. Really? Mm, Sean's probably listening to this right now, so he can go fuck himself. This is not the best frosty I've ever had, but um, I'll probably eat the rest of it. All right, enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, a- yes, I gotta say, you called it. You said I don't know if it's gonna be that good. It all it kind of tasted a little too vegetable-y for me. Like I was like, oh, this is not like a candy pumpkin. This is almost. It was it was sweet, but I, I just wasn't. I had got like actual pumpkin taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. That's what I feel like with a lot of these pumpkin spice stuff. It's like, you know, there's a thing where it's like, oh, pumpkin pie, right? And like, you hear that, but it's very like, like you said, kind of like a candy pumpkin. Yeah, that's like good shit. Yeah, exactly. Pumpkin pie is what I have in my mind when I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And then I try it and it's like, well, it's like half cooked pumpkin mixed with sugar. Yeah, I shouldn't be getting like strings, you yeah. know, as I'm drinking <laughs> coffee. Right. You know, I the way, guys, the- guys, hit us up on the app formerly known as Twitter and give us uh, some feedback. Do you like hearing uh, these little one-offs of me on the side of the road t- taste testing stuff? I've been kind of doing that lately. I know you heard some of them, some of them not my best moments, but um, I don't know. It's just kind of a nice, easy way to put a review out there i guess yeah that was uh i have to tell you it was nice to live react also even i have to compliment myself with my professionalism in my timing Uh um i i came in perfectly with the really right into you stating sean's probably listening to this so i have to say like professional um marksman with my craft, if I may. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so uh, I got to tell you, there was uh, it was kind of exciting doing that. I was like, oh, I want to do this more often. Uh, I have to say, I'm, I have not gotten a chance to do to try it yet. Unfortunately, there's not really Wendy's that are close to me or on the way, so it's have to. I'd have to go out really, the way, and it has only yeah, and it has only been out for two days. That's crazy because um, it sounds. I mean, every time we talk about fast food, you're like, "Yeah, I got four of those right next to me." Yeah, Crumbles, Chick Fil A. Yeah, Wendy's is one that's just not popular. They're kind of off. Yeah. Um, you know what they're kind of like up here uh, is Del Tacos. 
Like there's uh, only a couple of those. Yeah. You know, you don't like Del Taco? No. You know what? Yeah. Oh man. Del Taco has always been like the poor version of Taco Bell in my eyes. If you could imagine that. <laughs> like I, I ate there once and I did not feel good afterwards. I think I cleaned out a uh, a whole <laughs> restroom. Um. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm never eating that again. To me, it's to me, it's always been like the bougie. Really? Uh, yeah, the bougie. Like it's the. Maybe that'll be my next taste test. Another rerun. Yeah, do it. Or should um, I put the reruns? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, you know what I had? I was in Vegas real quick for like a 24-hour trip uh, just recently. And actually ended up going. I'm such an old man, dude. I get up at like 4 in the morning, go to the airport. You know, I flew into Vegas, had my little meeting, my little business meeting, whatever. And then at the end of the day, it was like 5 o'clock. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking tired already. And yeah. so I did nothing. Fair. I went, there was a shake, shakes, sh- uh, I want to call it Shake Shack, but I don't think that's the actual name of it. Shaken. There's a, maybe there's it's a, a shake, shake Shack. shack. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. And they have like burgers or something. Yeah. Burgers and like shakes. And uh, like, so that's where I ended up eating. I just wanted somewhere fast so I can go to bed because I'd uh-huh. get up super early the next morning too. Um, Overrated. Sorry, overrated yeah. they had like the smash burger type patties and yep. fuck that shit irritates me so bad i'm like me i don't too. want a hamburger that's a quarter of an inch thick and burned to fuck yeah. on the edges yeah i'm like jesus christ yeah where were no, we yep. oh we we're talking about <laughs> spice all right um <laughs> yeah what were we doing um did we we're totally off off cue here we let's talking, see yeah what were we talking about we were talking uh, about I found Wendy's. this cute little this cute little map for you specifically. And it has things. Now these does doesn't say the most searched pumpkin things, but I think that's what it's supposed to represent is the uh most pumpkin related item in each state. And okay. um they're pretty repetitive, so I'm just gonna go over a couple of them, but this is per state. Um like for Nevada, pumpkin spice Oreos. That's the favorite. Uh, that's where I'm having a hard time believing it. Oh, okay. God. Florida's got it down, though. Pumpkin spice roll. You ever have those at, from Costco? No. What? Like the cake? Yeah, like the fucking, you know, it's got the white cream swirled in the middle. I have not. I've always wanted to try Dude, it. stop fucking around and go buy one. I swear to God, you'll never regret it. Really? That is that I is a could. pumpkin. Yeah, I'm not on the pumpkin spice train, by the way, because Wendy's fucking let me down today. Oh no! Uh, my heart's a little shattered, but um, that pumpkin spice roll, man, you're not going to regret it. It's way better than a roast beef sandwich. Um, okay. Same thing All in right, Oregon. Por- pumpkin spice Oreos. You should probably look up and see what that's in about. Oregon, really? Yeah, in Oregon. Go ahead. You Go, would think look. coffee. Yeah. Um, pumpkin spice pudding in Washington. Pumpkin spice red vines in California. There's it, no. That's that's that sounds disgusting. disgusting. Uh, Idaho pumpkin spice crispy treat, rice crispy treat. That might be all right. I I, I guess. I mean, uh, that's, uh, what fucking what fucking state is that? What's it? <laughs> I don't even know what state it is. Oh shit! Oh, here we go. I think it's Wyoming. Actually, it's either Montana or Wyoming. It's got to be. What's the one that's the one up north? The big one up north is Montana. The small one to the east of Utah is Wyoming. It's northeast though, right? Of 
Utah? Yeah. It borders yes. it okay, good. At least okay, at it's least I know my quasi geograph. I was like, I know the two states, I just don't know what order. Okay. So it's um Montana up top, pumpkin okay. spice streusel cake, and Wyoming is pumpkin spice roll up cake. So they don't know the actual the real name of it, apparently, but um at least they're on the right track. <laughs> they don't, they don't uh, know yeah. the real name of it. Pumpkin spice cream cheese sounds good. Yeah, um, okay. Pumpkin spice tacos. Really? Are you okay. shitting me? That sounds uh, um, disgusting. And I wish I knew what state that was. I think it's Illinois. <laughs> it's sad when you don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I just see the shapes right now. They don't tell me. So yeah, the me. one that looks like a gun. I think that's Illinois. Um, is that a gun? I don't. I can't. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say because that that's about enough. Because I don't know the rest of the states. Yeah, because the rest of the states elude me. I don't, you know, they're just, they're too hard. Uh, <laughs> well, they're all clustered together as if they were, you know, part of one big land piece or something. And they didn't really Yeah, like as if out. they started off as <laughs> these really small colonies. Oh, Sean, you kicked off this uh, episode by eating a Smucker's Uncrustable. Yeah, back at it. I, I I was inspired by our, by our discussion last episode. I had to go buy some. Uh, was quickly reminded on why I don't buy them very often. A four pack came in at a whopping five seventy eight. I guess that's not um, too bad. I mean, what are you looking at? Less than a dollar a quarter each. Is that after tax? No, that in Oregon. I mean, well, there is. I don't think there's a tax on food in Nevada anyway. Okay. Right, so five seventy eight divided by four, that's about a dollar twenty a dollar fifty. Yeah, about a dollar fifty ish. No, uh, not a dollar fifty ish. A dollar thirty four ish each. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I still think, I think oh a four pack. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Um Smucker. Smucker JM Smucker is buying host- Mother Smucker. Yeah. They're buying hostess for five point six billion dollars. I have to tell you, Thank you, I you was, could have sold Smuckers and Crustables for five point six billion a few years ago. Oh, I, I have to tell you. So they're buying the whole entire company. Yeah, Twinkie, the Twinkie company, Hostess, for that much. Five point six billion dollars. Yeah, I have to tell you, I'm surprised that they got that much. I just think that, you know, I you know what I and I blame thanks Obama. Uh, Miss Obama, <laughs> actually, for this thing, but she really did start this like health food movement. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that was like a staple. You know, when we were kids, the Twinkie. Like, yeah, like you know, yeah, like Little Debbie snacks. No, Little you know, Debbie like was hostess. dog shit. I did well, like Little Twinkies, Debbie though. is what I got. Little Debbie, what is what I got because I was poor out on the farm, um, huh? Well, no, and that's what our like my family could afford. You know, the little Debbie's, like the oatmeal cookies. It was like twelve of those bitches for like a dollar. Yeah. Um, but so what I'm saying though is that if you notice a lot of those companies now, like Hostess, like donut sections and grocery stores, it's yeah. one of the things that I've kind of seen. They've shrunk and they're very small now. Small you donuts. Know? 
No, I mean, there's like very small shelf space. Yeah, I'm just joking. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, let's see. So they're going to buy it January 2024. It's expected to uh, close. I like how I go off on a tangent to talk about something and you just totally say, fuck what I was talking about and don't even discuss it. You just move on. Go uh, ahead. Shares of hosts jumped almost 20% <laughs> following the news that, <laughs> that Smuckers was buying it out. The reason I brought that up uh, along with what you were saying is because Smuckers um, feels that they have the resources and allocated to, to where they could help Hostess grow into a larger company. I mean, but what are they going to do? They're going to do a fucking marshmallow sandwich now? Yeah, I don't know. But, um, you know, I thought that was cool, interesting. It's been a long time uh, in the making for Hostess. I'm glad to hear that they got to bail themselves out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good thing they sold off. All right, let's talk about some important news, okay? Coke just released a brand new flavor. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, shit. An AI-generated flavor based on a survey people took asking them what they feel like are the flavors of the future. What does the future taste like? And they described it. An AI-generated a new mystery drink called Y3000. Okay. So did they then put this recipe out to the public? No, it's a mystery drink, but I'm going to try it. Y3000. Hey, watch our, watch our podcast releases for the, uh, the uh, viral taste test. Imminent review incoming. We're going to have to, we're going to have to potty uh, on our phones. I know the quality's not as good. <laughs> It's not as good, but we're just going to have to do impromptu like taste tests uh, at the same time. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Let's potty at the same time. and We we could just be driving home in traffic and we'll just do it. We'll pop a couple cold ones and uh, (laughs) drink the Y3000. We can sit like Simo potty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Quality won't be great, but that's all right. Um, anyway, I thought this was neat. I'm gonna I'm gonna go find it and taste it for you guys, so you guys know if you're missing anything or not. Unlike um, Wendy's Frosties, I have not been. I have to tell you, I have not been a fan of like. To me, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't God. even know if it's new anymore. I guess it's like Mountain Dew Code Red. That was like the last soda variant Holy that shit. I ever yeah, that I ever tasted where I was like, oh, this is a really great whatever like soda. I have not been impressed with any variant or special edition. I think there was like this weird like fantasy Coke was like the last one I tried. Yeah. It was a like a, a few months back. It was supposed to be like fruit infused Coke, and it was garbage, man. Maybe it's because um, I'm not using this base for alcoholic drinks, you know, but <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. They've had a couple of releases that I'm like, what is that about? No one wants coffee flavored Coke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the thing where they're like, How does it get does it have to get big enough in like one area for them to spread it mainstream? You know, because I know they do, like, they have well, to do, like... They'll have a couple, like, impromptu things that they were trying out, and I never know what happened with those. I don't... I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, I think one of them was, like, the Mexican pizza, which is why it's back. Right. They had people, like, vote, like, if, what they should bring back, and I think the Mexican pizza won. Um, But 
the point that I was trying to make was what? I don't know that you just have you kind of lost your fizz for the exploration of new sodas. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not really impressed, and to me, the the fact that like now this is what we're gonna see with fucking companies. Well, AI generated this recipe. <laughs> so what's the recipe? Yeah. Well, it's like, a what trade is secret. special about it? Yeah, like oh great, like so. You, ask AI. <laughs> you just look like a you look like an angry senator like well i want this recipe no i just want to know like that's the thing where they're like it, it, you know it just sounds like a cheesy introduction to a children's cartoon of the 90s right. like oh we we put a survey out and then ai we mm. fed that to ai and asked for the perfect soda <laughs> yeah what if and here was why three thousand yeah i mean even the uh, name whatever sucks yeah like they couldn't ask fucking chat gpt for some better names to name their new soda yeah it, yeah at least some come up with something like that too like yeah. oh and we asked chat gpt to name it you yeah know? so then it would come up with something like xyz 375 you know hey um, give me an estimate what do you think um along the same lines of soda here's some news what do you think mcdonald's uh, like service rate is at the drive-through window as opposed to like what percent of the business do you think occurs at the drive-through window? Uh, the percent of that happens at the drive-through. Yeah, of a total percent. Per- I'd say sixty forty. Well, sixty what? Sixty percent. Sixty percent is coming through the drive-through. Forty percent is going shit. inside. No, am I uh, over? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I fucked this up. I thought it said drive through, and it doesn't. It actually says, "Okay, let's try this again." Uh, okay. How I'm much percent? How much percent of business do you think is generated just on online orders through McDonald's? Okay, so is this out of their total orders? How much is coming through online? Yes, I would say fifteen percent. Forty percent. Wow. Yeah, it's really taking Already, off. Already that quickly? You were talking about, how you said uh, at one point you were talking about how irritating it is every time you went to the drive through order. They're like, did you use the app? Well, apparently they've asked enough to where it's convinced people that they need to use the app and then show up for their food. Um, yeah, so McDonald's is actually getting rid of their self-serve soda machines inside their locations because most of the orders they have are just walk in and pick up. Wow, really? Yeah, and you figure, uh, yeah, a good portion of their business is through the drive-thru, so that leaves very minimal people actually dining in. Uh, I, I mean, you know what, I guess, so this is a thing, it's funny that we that you bring this up, because I actually just had this discussion with my coworkers this week, yeah. um, but one of the things that I was talking about, that we were talking about is, a lot of places are closing earlier, or even up in Portland, for example, they're not staffed like they're only drive-through past a certain time right because they don't want to probably for safety yeah for safety reasons because you guys allow heroin addicts to run the streets yeah but the point that i'm trying to get to with that is what i think like a lot of people are finding is oh we don't have to employ someone to be a janitor we also don't have to worry about meeting cleanliness standards that are required for having an interior seating area. So it's easy for them to just say, oh yeah, we're not going to do inside seating. You know? Yes, I do know. 
Uh, uh, for instance, like I told you, down in Woodburn, that's going to be the first location where there's a Chick-fil-A that does not have in an inside. Oh, it's really? drive-thru only, yeah. I was actually, we were just tagged in a post uh, earlier today um, about, it was a guy saying he was watching the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and um, realized that for an hour that the the business never died down. Like it was just a constant three rows of cars. Uh-huh. And I think he said he was looking at his, that and Popeye's chicken and started looking at the ingredients in those sandwiches and basically like 40 of the 50 chemicals in those sandwiches are man-made chemicals. Like he's like, they're, they're basically, adi- you know, chicken addict sandwiches. <laughs> they are like, yeah. Um, so that was, uh, I don't know, kind of so off it's topic. Just, but. It's just a little, you got to get your hit. Yeah, I I need my chicken fix, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really um, is. It really is in the sauce. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, well, okay. I I did not look at that reference. That yeah. shows my age. So, um, I did not research anything for your moon landing talk. However, I did find some websites that were pretty intriguing that uh, we definitely did land on the moon, including photos of footsteps trailing across the lunar surface. So, okay. Yeah, that uh, proves it. You got me. You asked for pictures. There's pictures out there. Congratulations. You got them. Um, however, just today, today is Thursday, by the way, Elon Musk posted moon soon and a picture of Raptor engine demonstration of a descent burn to the lunar surface. What? Let's go Elon, baby. Yeah, I can't wait till he lands there and says, oh, look, there's the fucking flag we planted. Yeah, and then you know what? At the day when Elon gets there and he's got a live camera streaming and he's like, boom, here we go. We're landing on the surface. And he's like, oh, look, there's the remains of the last lander. Boom. Okay, wait a I second. Mean, wait a I second. You want a live feed because before you just said you needed a picture and you said if Elon Musk companies provided it, that was fine. Yeah, I agree. I I do. I agree. If someone like Elon Musk's company provides it, I will agree. I will believe it. However, I have to tell you, and this is a caveat of mine, if I do not know if I would extend the same privilege uh, to or the same credibility to Mark Zuckerberg. Mm, okay. Given uh, his uh, fake ass threads numbers. I'm so. not going to say I I don't believe in the moon landing um, still, but I will say if Mark Zuckerberg showed me a picture of the US flag, I will immediately stop believing <laughs> the moon landing. <laughs> it's just, it's, and he's actually going to show you it was his forehead that they filmed yeah, it on. His demonstration of how it actually happened is going to make me a non believer, <laughs> is what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Oh, he used shit. his forehead to film it with Lego figures as the. Yeah. As the people landing on the moon. Um, And Stanley Kubrick did oversee it. Let's Um, see. Yeah, I I guess, I mean, uh, I'm I'm very hopeful that Elon Musk gets up there on the moon. Um, I would really, really like before I died for there to be some way for me to stay at a hotel on the moon. That'd be cool. Maybe you yeah. could even die on the moon. Maybe you'd be the first person that'd be buried on the moon. You know what? I'll tell you. I would be, if I was like, if they were like, listen, th- we have, we had like a service station, let's say like a gas station or some shit on the moon. Mm-hmm. 
and they were like, listen, we have, we need people to volunteer from, to leave from the service station on the moon and go to Mars in the first mission. And I was like 76. Yeah. I think I'd go. I'd 76. They probably, you probably wouldn't be qualified. No, I, hell no. I wouldn't. And they, they know I, with my, like, they'd go me, they'd put me through the mental psych test. They'd find the evidence with this podcast and I'd be out. Yeah. They'd be like, sorry, you're fucking rejected. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Hey, let's. Uh, if there's something else I wanted to talk about today, I'll do it now because <laughs> we're a few minutes in. So I just want to make sure we got to this because this was actually probably one of the things we never really thought about. Um, so there's people out there that'll say, I'm not, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to do this with my phone because the government's going to track me. Right. Okay. Like sometimes when new rules come about and, and the always go to is you dumb fuck. Do you think they don't already have that ability? Like, what are you worried about? Like, yo, there's like, there's some encroachment, right? There's some privacy rights that us as U.S. citizens are supposed to have to our the individuals. TikTok. TikTok was the last big one, right? Yeah. The so that was the last that- big one. Like, oh, they're going to track you. They're going to track you. Like everything you do is being sold already. Yeah. So but I, I found this. Wasn't the big thing with TikTok that the people tracking us was China. So that was... Do you don't think that our information is not being sold to other countries? Well, yeah, but didn't they, like, shortly after that, fly the balloon over that they refused to shoot down? That they said were recording yeah, stuff, too? Yeah, they probably paid Biden off to be like, oh, yeah, they just lost their balloons. Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was sad. So they can see everything, uh, everything that we do, but then they still have to fly, fly a balloon overhead just to make sure they know where that base is at, huh? Um, it was actually kites, and they yeah. just had people running and switching the handoff <laughs> all the way across the United yeah, States. As a fucking ra- relay race. Um, yeah. No, but so, you know, our phones is a huge piece of data that is uh, available on all of us, anyone that has a phone. You know, it's pretty much pretty well known. Um, so how do you how do you feel about that? Is that something that you wouldn't would not want exposed more or less, or does it matter at this point? So I try to do the best I can to minimize my stuff, right? Like if I like for example, I don't tell my coworkers about this podcast and I you know use a different name than my real name to hide the stuff like this. Um, but I know that like, I I'm realistic in that if you put my real name in, there's so much stuff that comes up about me. Like you can literally see when I purchase my home, when I purchase my vehicle just by typing my name. Oh really? Yeah. Like it's crazy. The amount of stuff that's on there. You know, that's and then all, and that's even on little sites that say like, "Oh yeah, pay five dollars to unlock the full report." Right. You know, and it's like even just looking through the template information they have, it's like, shit, that's the address that I grew up on. Oh yeah, that's the river where my drowned yeah. my cat. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Mister Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this comes out because uh, I found this article and I was like, holy shit, I'd never had an inkling, a clue, because our phones are so uh, in, ingrained as part of our lives, both privately and the public sphere, you know. <sighs> Something I never thought of, cars. And this, uh, 
this article is from Mozilla, which I think is a pretty well-known um, company. It was like, is I don't think it's Mozilla. It's not like it could be the same. I was thinking Mozilla, like Mozilla Fire, Firefox. Mozilla, that's M O Z I. Okay, yeah. Mozilla, yeah. So it might be okay. the same company. Anyway, this article is titled Privacy Not Included. And what they did is they test a bunch of cars to see what kind of data was collected, how that data was used, if it was sold or not, um, stuff like that. And the title of this uh, particular article is, It's Official, Cars Are the Worst Product Category We Have Ever Reviewed for Privacy. Okay. So what they did was they took 25 car brands, researched, um, we researched, earned our privacy not included warning label, making the cars the official worst category products for privacy that we have ever reviewed. Um, so here's a couple of things that they found. They collect too much personal data and it, all 25 of them collected too much personal da- data. Okay. Uh, are we talking about, are we talking about these are new, newer cars that have like a computer on them? Like figure Tesla? within the last five years. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, they can then collect personal. That. Yeah. They can collect personal information, how you interact with your car, the connected services used in the car, the car's app, which provides a gateway to information on your phone. Yeah. You can gather even more information about you from third party sources like Sirius XM, Google maps, um, the way car companies collect and share your data are so vast and complicated that we wrote an entire piece on how that works. Um, and there's a piece later on that you're going to be like, what? Um, the gist is they can collect super intimate information about you from your medical information, your genetic information to your sex life. How fast you drive, where you drive, and what songs you play in your car. Um and then, of course, they sell all that information. Did you know you were selling okay. all that information? No. Okay. So I can, I can believe the music I'm playing because I yeah. understand that's reported. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand the speed I'm driving, and I could mm-hmm. even, I could even understand like, okay, they have a tie-in where they use the Google app that's on my phone to actually track where I'm driving. So then they could say, oh yeah, this is the restaurant this guy goes to all the time. Right. Um, what I would like to know is A, how they get access to your medical record, your genetic record, and then B, your sex life. Uh, most 84% share or sell your data. Right? So is it like you're looking at it on your phone and- and then your car, like, is the company, car company saying if you look at it on your phone in the car, then it's their right to sell it? Well, yeah, it's like, tracked because your phone's tracked to your car, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, a surprising 56% also said they can share your information with the government or law enforcement in response to a request. And those requests can be either formal or informal. I've always wondered, like, what information a police officer could get, like, after an accident, if they hook up, you know, that little thing that's, like, underneath the, I, it used to be on on older cars, I don't know if it is anymore, 
but where right. you could connect like something underneath your steering wheel and it would like tell you a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, like when a check engine light came on, I've wondered now, like, have they evolved that to where it has like a computer where you could be like, tell me the speed that this car was going in the last 20 minutes. Oh yeah. That's, you know, that's been a possibility for a long time. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to specifically find how they track the sexual activity. Um, they use GPS. Cause I know for like things like, so like one of the things with Alexa and certain apps on your phone, they're allowed to like be, they have some sort of ambient clause in them to where they can turn on at certain times and just listen in. Right. right? So like an Alexa could be just listening to conversations and storing keywords and then relate that information to like Amazon so that when you go on to like Amazon, the ads you see are based on the shit you talked about. Um, I just don't know, I guess, how a car short of a car, like having a microphone inside, like how it would have that information. <laughs> yeah. So basically from your phone, just imagine it can collect anything that your phone has in it. Okay through vague legal contracts that you sign when you purchase the car. So they just have, so technically legally they could have a whole bunch of cameras in there. So you're, what you're telling me is fake taxi is real. Yeah. Um, and then it says car companies can sell your data to these companies, data brokers, other drivers, service providers, other third parties, dealers, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, Amazon Alexa, affiliates, social media, government and law enforcement, advertising and research companies, Sirius XM, OnStar, and other connected services. Yeah. Something yeah. I didn't really think about. but uh, and, and the only one that got all five boxes checked was a Tesla because of their AI. The big one was AI, and the AI was inferred to as being... Uh, let's see. Untrustworthy. The brand's AI-powered autopilot was reportedly evolved, involved in 17 deaths and 736 crashes and is currently the subject of multiple government investigations. I would question whether those investigations were um, to uh, further a political agenda or because they're actually concerned. Oh, what I would like to know is what is that percentage? Right, what? so like, like I, I assume seventeen deaths is super low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so when we're talking about oh, seventeen deaths, are we saying okay? Well, that's based on how many trips and mileage compared to a normal car. You know, like if you just took a, a Chevy Silverado, is it the same? You know, sort of death. Yeah, just right. to see. Like, are we really just being oh, like? picking and choosing what stats and how we report them. Right. And then also um, it says the runner up for worst spot next to Tesla was a Nissan lucky me. Cause I drive one earned it second to the last spot for collecting some of the creepiest categories of data we have ever seen. It's worth reading the review in full, but you should know it includes your quote unquote sexual activity. Not to be outdone. Kia also mentions they can collect information about your sex life and their privacy policy. Oh, 
and six car companies say they can collect your genetic information or genetic characteristics. Yes, it's yes, reading a car policies is scary endeavor. Wow. Wow. Um, so next time you're worried about your phone, don't worry, your car's got your back. <laughs> that uh that's inter- I did not know that it varied that much. Yeah. And a lot of that is just in legal, vague legal jargon um, within uh, the contracts that you're signing when you take over the car. You know what I've wondered, and I and I, I'm hesitant to say it because I feel like we have this really weird capability on this show to talk things into actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'll say is, like, how long do you think it is to where? car companies have agreements with insurance companies and they can like live monitor you and adjust your rate like on the fly. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. Cause I know car co- uh, insurance companies now specifically, like they will give you the option. Hey, you can download our app so we can track a couple trips on you. And we can adjust your insurance because, but basically what's going on right now already essentially is that when they charge you without doing that, they're already charging you the max based on your demographics, where you Uh live, how old you are, male or female. Um, So by getting to see how you drive, it only goes down. At least the the two companies I've worked with. So it, so it shouldn't get worse. Right. So even if you drive like shit, they're not going to be like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta jack your rates up. Um, from my experience, they say, well, it can't go up because you're already being charged at the statistics for your, um, demographics, but it can actually go down if your driving is always legal, so to speak. Yeah. I, I did that really early on. I actually, I had progressive, and they actually sent something out that I hooked up to my car. And voided your my, warranty? My truck at the time. Yeah. No. And the thing about it was that it also, too, it um, I used to off-road in that thing. And I didn't think about how that would impact it. Yeah. So it showed, and all that did was record, like, oh, hard stops and stuff. Like, fuck yeah, I'm off-roading. <laughs> Like, I'm going to have a bunch of hard stops. So then when I got the thing back and I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean to do this. They're like, yeah, there you can't redo it. Yeah. So there's that. Um, let's talk about football for a second because we both care so much about the NFL. Uh, R.I. See- fucking P. I hope we're yeah. going there. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. R.I.P. Four P. plays in. First possession with the Jets. What? How boy oh boy, how to make so much money. Like I there was I saw an article somewhere that talked about how much it equated to that he made an hour. And it was some <laughs> crazy ass number because he only played for like it was like four, fifteen four. seconds, I think. Yeah, four plays. He his yeah. first offensive run. Um and man. Can you imagine that? He he went off into a cabin in the woods for some time to find himself. Yeah. Yeah, he went and he went into like a sweat lodge and a dark cave somewhere. Drank ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. He prepared. Yeah. He prepared for it all and then boom, this happens. Achilles you know, and the thing too, out for the year. Yeah. And 
you know, one of the things that I've been reading, um, a, I know that this is leading to a bigger thing because now people are saying, oh, this is all the result of AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. I mean, if only we had real grass, this type of stuff wouldn't happen. Um, but what I will say is Aaron Rodgers is not a spring chicken. He's, uh, what, 39? Yeah. So, he's, yeah, he's, uh, you know. One has to ask, like, is, is he... This year, after this year, is he coming back? What was you know, his he, slogan? Who? What insurance company was he like a rep for? Uh, was it Nationwide? I wanted to say Nationwide, but I didn't think that was right. What was it? Double, double something discount? What, what was his phrase? I don't... The doubles... Oh, my gosh. What was it? <laughs> Look it up. That's good stuff. Yeah, anyway, the uh, NFLPA which is the um, Players Association for the NFL, is trying to send a letter to the NFL saying, hey, you, we need to get rid of all these turf fields. And although the NFL says, hey, there's no real, um, no real stat or no real reason we should get rid of them, they did cite uh, that players had a 32% higher rate of non-contact knee injuries on turf than on regular grass. Um, well, they did get rid of them already in soccer, right? I think the I World know. Cup. Yeah, I think I read an article somewhere where like the World Cup has already deemed that there will be there will be no uh, astroturf in any of the World Cup events because of injuries. Uh, yeah, because of injuries. But what oh. if, what I'll say, uh, going back just a second here, is that it was, uh, State Farm was correct and discount the double slogan, check. Discount double check. Okay, cool. Yep. I was like, I think I got it. Yeah. Very nice. Um, sweet. So that's uh, that's football for you. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it was very interesting to me to see that giant buildup just for that. Um, it. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just the. Maybe it's the age that we're getting to, or maybe it's like, I feel like maybe now I'm starting to become more and more like my parents, but like, I just don't, I don't understand if the people, the football players were tougher when we were kids, mm -hmm. but it seems well, they like didn't, now. They didn't have turf then. That's yeah. what's going on. <laughs> well, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, now it's like, oh, well I have a, a hurt pinky. So I'm out for six games. You know, yeah. um, but it does say it also found that players had a 69% higher rate of non-contact foot or ankle ankle injuries on turf. That's a shitload. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what they're getting, know. right? Achilles yeah. issues and rolling um, ankles. The NFL has also challenged the NFL PA's injury data and suggests the difference between real grass and turf is small or non-existent. So apparently they feel like there's some kind of nonsense there. Boy, yeah. I got to tell you, man, I drove by the uh, Allegiant Stadium down there in Vegas a couple times. That okay. fucking thing is nice looking. Yeah, out, is out in the middle of the desert? No, dude, it's like right off the strip, like the 215 or the 15 that goes right on the west side of the strip. The strip that that highway splits the strip from Allegiant Stadium. 
So that is that the location for both the Raiders and the uh, what's the baseball team that's moving down there? Is it the A's? The A's? No, I don't think that's the A's stadium. They're gonna build another stadium too. Yeah, because I think just down about. I know it's crazy because that stadium holds I think fifty or sixty thousand people. They're gonna Jeez. build another one. I think it's probably about a mile away, maybe two miles away, um, on Tropicana Avenue or Tropicana Boulevard, which is like down there by um, uh, the Tropicana and New York, New York, and uh, Excalibur. Mm. Yeah. I was reading, uh, sorry, I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I was reading actually uh, an article that was talking about how a lot of those hotels on the Strip are now hitting that age where they're like having to be torn down. Oh, really? Because they're hitting like that 75 to 100 years old. No, Um, what? Yeah, so like, what's the one that uh, is being torn down here? It maybe it is the what's being torn down for the A's stadium. I think it's just a huge open lot. No, that there the, was that, one that was the, being torn down. The Tropicana owns because like right next to Tropicana is Hooters, which used to be something else. Maybe I'll I'll wait while you look it up, and you can uh, let me know how wrong I am. It is actually the Tropicana. Um, And so the Tropicana may potentially be torn down for a baseball stadium. And it was the Tropicana was opened in 1957. So it is over what? That's over a not even fucking close to 75 years old. Yeah, maybe I'll believe that. Wow. So that's how quickly those things go. I guess. Like, why do these giant, nice, lavish ass hotels all? The Tropicana is like, pretty old. Last... Dude. It's not lavish. <laughs> it is not lavish. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's only, but only 75 years old. That's not that old, right? Like, some people's houses were built in like 1950. Well, yeah, of course, but I'm like, that's a huge structure. Uh, yeah, that, that thing's I pretty guess. rundown. It's pretty rundown. Um, a couple tidbit pieces of information for you guys real quick. COVID. I know it's been in the news. I know it's like kind of making a comeback with the, uh, Omicron XBB 1.5. Um, oh, can I even say that word COVID or we're going to get censored? Yeah, I think so. I think we'll actually rhymes, for- rhymes with schmovid. Um, so weekly, um, the last week of, let's see the first week of September. Weekly admissions to the hospital rose to about 19,000. With positive? Yeah, with COVID cases. Um, And to give you guys a little comparison, January 2022, when we had our very, very highest peak ever, we were at over, um, and that's, uh, are those daily admissions? Either way, it's comparable. So whatever 19,000 is, is in the week. 151,000 at our peak. Okay, week. so much, so, much higher. Yeah, so we are like a long, long ways off. Sean, you going to get the, the new boosters that are being released? Uh, I uh, 
I are we at a point where yet. the FDA could have cleared those naturally now? Because they're still just kind of pumping them out based on what they think is going to be the right variant. Yeah, I don't know yet. I think I may... If, if I start seeing a lot of people getting COVID around me um, and getting confirmed in the tests, then I may consider getting it. Yeah. But I may give it a season or two and see how it goes. Okay. All right. Um, do you, what benefit do you see in testing at this point? Well, just to confirm whether or not I have it. But I guess my question is what difference does it make? They basically are saying, okay, now it's just like, well, because I'm a, because I'm not an asshole. Uh Um, what what makes you an asshole? Well, because I'm not an asshole and I understand that it is an actual, I'm not a COVID denier. I believe it exists. Um, <laughs> no one I'm said gonna, it was fake, dude. I'm just asking you what the I'm benefit of testing work. is. I'm not going to go into work and potentially spread it to people. Who okay, but spread you, it to people who are like, uh, what is the term for it? Susceptible. Yeah, I was going to say privileged, but that's the wrong. <laughs> okay, so if you want to have this conversation, we can. So if they got the shot because they are susceptible, what's the problem? Because uh, I don't know if everybody believes in getting the shot well isn't that the individual's responsibility i take as somebody who is a god-fearing god loving individual i will do my part for people whether or not they choose to do it for themselves okay so you get to you get to pull the plug on someone when they don't regardless if they think it's right or not okay no i just don't want to walk that like so okay so if you're susceptible, get mind, the fucking shot and leave me alone. That's the end of the conversation in my eyes. Okay, with that in mind, let's let everybody should just not have to tell each other when they have the HIV. Uh, like, oh, well, if you get it, you they, get it. They don't. What are you talking about? They only have to disclose it's, it if they're going to have sexual contact with them. Well, that's so. The, well, I guess what I'm saying is. Yeah, what? What I'm Am saying I have is. Sexual contact and then say, by the way, I have COVID. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying, you're saying that it's, that it's because you uh, you have to expose if you have sexual contact because you have the potential to spread it yeah. through sexual contact. Uh-huh. That's not how COVID spreads. Uh, oh, it's so not, two not totally different things. Sex? No, so two totally different things. But the same thing. What I'm saying, it's the same exact thing, right? So it's it, not. But that's fine. So, okay. All right. What I'm saying is that you wouldn't walk around if you had HIV. Hopefully, you wouldn't walk around and be like, well. You know what? I'm bleeding all over the place. I'm not going to tell people that I have some. I don't know, man. I'm trying to be a better person. No, you're trying to make yourself feel like a better person. In reality, it doesn't matter. Tell if you if you're fucking you know 300 pounds overweight and you are a demographic that they say yeah you you're probably going to get fucked up from COVID. You better get the booster. Get the fucking booster. Otherwise, that's it. There's you don't need the fucking booster. It's bullshit now. Hundred percent. I okay. So I guess my question is then: Are you? So let's say, and I don't know if this is true, but is the school requiring the COVID shot? No. And by the way, it's only uh, it's only approved for emergency use in kids under twelve. It's not approved really? for normal boosters. Yep. So the booster is not approved for kids under twelve. 
only for emergency uses, but if they have COVID and and it's an emergency, it's too fucking late. <laughs> like, uh, but let's get real about the statistics here. Almost no one under 12 is going to die. Yeah. Like when I say almost no one, I mean, I'd be surprised if the number was literally over five kids out of the entire U S population. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this it's let's, let's be honest. This is the, we kind of talked about it a little bit here at the beginning of the show with the diminishing returns. We really saw in like 20, I don't know if now if it was 2020 or 2021, whatever that very first big year was, that was the time where we saw people who got exposed to it and the high death rate. I don't think we'll ever see that high of a death rate again. No, I think I liken that to like when the Europeans first came over to the, to the U S and wiped out a lot of the native Americans because they weren't used to the ailments. So you're equating the, the Chinese to (laughs) your Chinese. I said the native Americans, dude. Yeah, well, no, but the Spanish are the ones who came over here and spread all the stuff. I said Europeans came to America, and and, okay. uh, and the Native uh, Americans were not well equipped uh, genetically to deal with or exposed to the. So, okay, um, so something was created in a lab in a country overseas that I we mean, were isn't not that obvious? well equated. It was created in a lab. We know that now. Yep. Uh, Fauci has lied through his teeth. Yeah, lioness. Uh. <laughs> Lion speaking of which, <laughs> have you, have you, um, do not go off on a fucking spiral and start reading about that stuff. That is scary, sketchy fucking stuff. What's that? The, the, like the scientific, like in the bioengineering that's being done in like those bio labs mm-hmm. where like the Wuhan place, the Wuhan lab where this mm-hmm. supposedly came from. They have like a scale for how bad these things are, like if they break out of the labs. And I don't want to misspeak, so I'm going to try and look it up here. No, don't do that. We don't have time. We're cutting it close. We're cutting it close. Um, I didn't know. We probably shouldn't talk about anything else today. That's enough. Uh, I just don't want to hear about COVID ever again. It's like, so that's why I was kind of asking about it, see if you were testing because I don't even test at this point. It, what difference does it make? Yeah, I, I have no, I, I don't think at this point it matters. I think we've seen the worst of it. I think at this point, it's just people who want, and uh, let's be honest, <laughs> I haven't gotten a flu shot in a long time. Yeah. And that's basically what they're doing. Also, I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if I talked about this, but CNN actually blindsided Fauci the other day in an interview and said, have you seen this newest report from Harvard where the lead of the study basically came out and said, masks do zero. They do less than 1%. They're less than 1% effective, even the N95 masks. They are no good. And Fauci's response was almost incoherent, but it was to the effect of, well, to the individual, they may not be helpful, but as a whole, it makes a difference. Well, uh, the guy was like, what the fuck does that even mean? That's not, no, yeah, they I straight found, saying. the guy said wearing even N95s is virtually useless. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think the, the, the quickness 
and like how far that thing spread should be a testament to that not working. Yeah. Right. Because how many people like masked up hand sanitized? I mean, for shit's sake, I have two cabinets still full of hand sanitizer. I got a full giant ass bottle still sitting right here on that my shit, table uh, that shit expires by the way i don't know if you've looked it's i don't probably... okay i also want to know that's a whole <laughs> other thing for a debate I, um, I have um i have yeah i have leftover hand sanitizer from the covid rush um and i just fill it in a little tiny pump bottle and leave it in my uh leave it at my truck door and then like when i get gas that's about the only time i'll ever <laughs> i'll ever use it because gas station pumps always seem so gross to me yeah, I just wonder, like, is what what goes bad in it? You know, like, should I just put a shot of vodka in here? And does it like refresh it? Pretty much, yeah. It's the alcohol. Oh, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think we saw the worst of what the COVID stuff was, but I think we have bigger things to worry about, uh, like any other disease anywhere close to the size of COVID coming out of one of those labs again. Yeah, it is pretty frightening. All right, guys. We're calling it. Shoot us an email. Give us a scoop at gmail.com. Hit us up on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at give us the scoop. Um, send us uh, send us some love. Send us a voicemail if you can. If you can send me a voicemail via email, do that. Um, or give us a shout out and let us know who you want to hear intro our podcast next. Uh, we'll see you next week.